Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. friends hello friends <laughs> i'm shen and i'm lay and you're back at the wild and Night podcast welcome welcome <laughs> anyways how are you friend i'm doing well i'm a little bit salty today because mm. um i'm a bit jealous i'm a bit jealous of my husband because i've been trying to take baths with winter for a long time now and every time I try to get in the bath with her, I'd be like one foot at a time. I'm like, here we go. Let's take a bubble bath. And she'd be like, my towel, towel, towel. I'm done. I'm done. And I just get rejected and I feel really sad. But then Joe has been taking like nightly bubble baths with her. And I'm kind of jealous because she's so here for it. Oh, that's and so then, cute. I guess. Whatever. That's hilarious. So the reverse has been happening. So Leon's been taking baths with Yara since the beginning of time. Like, I, must, I was just too clumsy. So, like, I'm just like, this isn't safe. <laughs> I don't trust myself with this. So Leon would, like, take showers with her and bathe with her. Um, um, but I think now he says that she's just getting too curious. So he's like, yeah, it's weird. Like, I mean, I guess he could go in there with shorts. But Leon's like, that's just too much work for me. So, like, I'm just like, no. Now that, like, she'll just, like, you know, looking at things, like, <laughs> what's that <laughs> snatch that she's like hmm, hmm. yeah so he said like he like she was like looking the other day and he's like hmm, it's over we're done here. i'm done yeah we're done Enough. Um, but i love that like he's able to get you know have that time because it's so nice it was so sweet and she really did enjoy it and leon loved it too um but yeah it's showers like if we need a quick shower like he'll jump in with her real quick because i mean he's holding her the entire time but mm -hmm. as far as like swimming around now nah, yeah it's like she's too inquisitive these days um how are you doing I'm okay. I, I'm just like adjusting. Leon's working nights for two weeks. So I just feel like I'm just so tired. Although he's taking the morning shift as mm -hmm. far as like getting Yara up, like, you know, wiping her down, changing her, getting her ready for school and taking her to school, which is nice. Like I have the evening shift and I just, the evening shift is just so tiring because I'm already so tired. So then I have to take her out from school and then we do stuff at home and then I have to cook and then I have to feed her and then we got a shower and the bath. And I'm just like, uh, I'd much rather when your dad was around at least the shower bath piece. So why am I saying shower bath? I mean, bath book anyway. So I'm just kind of tired, but other than that, I guess I can't complain. Things with school are going okay. This online learning thing, it seems to be going all right. Um, I found myself more tired. I'm not even leaving the damn house. Like, how am I tired? Like what? Like I literally <laughs> shut my laptop and that's the end of my day. But yeah, yet, I'm just like, Oh, 
<laughs> Maybe you're just mentally like exhausted. I think so. And I think I need one of those blue light things. I think staring at the computer for too long is messing with my eyes. Mm. And I think that's what's draining me to like smithereens. Mm. But I'm okay. I'm surviving. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, you know, you know, we got to check in on each other. We do. Um, well, let's turn it around and welcome. <laughs> uh, welcome. <laughs> the guests we have here today, we're really excited to have Sydney Beer. Hello, Sydney. Hi. Hey, Sydney. How are you doing? So great. How are you, ladies? Actually, I, I just listened to how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've heard how we're doing that very, very long rant. I tell, know, us, right? <laughs> tell us how you're doing. I was good, so you canceled Christmas. I know. So. <laughs> it got dramatic. Like, like you're like, what about little Timmy? And <laughs> he's gonna die. So <laughs> it's like, whoa, <laughs> what did I sign up for? This shit is dark. <laughs> I want no part. <laughs> no, I'm good. Um, my daughter's been counting down for um, Halloween since like June. Oh, wow. I know. So I'm not sure what we're going to do. I, our neighbor said he's going to hand out candy still, so we're just going to go to his house 20 times. Oh. <laughs> just just going to walk over there. The backyard yeah. and then go back around. Yeah, yeah. Just do a little circle, change our outfit. Go right. Back. That's what we're going to do. Get that candy. You know what you should do is make like a little fake haunted trail that actually just goes in a circle. So they think that they're walking through this trail, make it really dark, and they're just going to the same house over and over again. Your, your, kids no are young. your kids are younger, so I don't. they might work. My kids will be like, no, just give us the candy. Yeah, yeah. Complicated. <laughs> Save us the trip. I think especially, yeah. too, because, like, it's funny. I was thinking about it, and I'm like, Halloween is kind of like the, it's like the COVID-friendly holiday because, like, most of the kids are right. masked anyway. So it's like, <laughs> this is perfect. Their right. faces and mouths are covered. So I'm like, hmm. But I mean, outside of, of course, like still engaging, getting things from someone else's home. So like, it's funny. Like I was thinking like the idea of like now parents already have the, like the very daunting task of having to go through candy, make sure there's no knives and apples and all that razors and chocolate bars and all that crazy shit that like some people do. And now Except they also have to disinfect. I just think that's disappointing because every year I'm like, maybe this chocolate will have cocaine in it and then I will eat it and I'll get so much laundry done and it will be totally, <laughs> totally innocent. And so this year I don't get to do that. This year there's no chance. <laughs> like, give me Listen. some lace. I want some lace drugs. I'm living. It. I'm living. Nope. <laughs> this, one, this episode has turned around, folks. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. We have spun it right around. Wow. <laughs> that shit is funny. That. Mm. That's hilarious. I'm living. Okay. Um, this is a super fun segment. I love it. It's that uh, is gonna be so tricky though. I keep thinking about like how what? people are gonna get through Halloween. Oh, they're not. People are not. People are gonna cry. People are gonna protest it in the same way that they're like protesting, like, you know, wearing masks. They're gonna protest like the cancellation of Halloween. They're not having it. They ain't. I'd love to see how creative people get though with you know, doing it in a safe way. and Yeah, know. I think there's ways to do it. Yeah, I think so. so. There's, there's a little, uh, there's a science place down the street from us and they're doing a science, um, a small class of science Halloween projects. 
experiments like glow in the dark fogs so we're gonna do that with the older kids we're gonna get a small group together and let them dress up and do science experiments how old are your kids um i so i have a 10 year old and an eight year old he's just turned eight monday and Mm -hmm. monday in september since this will be airing at Christmas time. <laughs> so, um, and then a four-year-old daughter. So, That's awesome. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. So friends, it's a good time. It's a good time to nominate a bomb mom. We're not getting noms and it makes me so sad because everybody knows a bomb ass mom. So nominate bomb moms, friends, please, please, please. Um, but even though we don't have a nomination from you, we, of course, have our own nominations. So, Shen, would you like to go first? Absolutely. <laughs> um, today, I want to nominate a blogger. She used to be a YouTuber. Now she's a blogger, mommy blogger, family blogger. And she, interesting twist is she also blogs uh, professional tips. She works in HR and she gives really great um, tips for the workplace so i thought it's a really unique page mm-hmm. she ha- also cool fact is she has a daughter named winter as well oh wow mm-hmm. that's cool and she's jamaican so what? i'm here for her Multiple i know right? jamaican winters <laughs> <laughs> that's wild i know right that's so random um, i'm here for her cute little family Aww. so i thought it'd be great to shout her out alicia webster hey girl ah, yeah Come on our podcast. Let's talk about some things. Come on, girl. We'll figure it out. Let's just just come here. We'll figure it out once you get here. <laughs> right. So that's it. We'll we'll make it work. Um, all right, Sydney. Oh, okay. But okay, mine is a duo. Is that okay? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, do you know the Pump and Dump show? Have you heard of it? No. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. I love these moms. It's a mom best friends like their whole life. And they used to travel around and tour and they do the funniest songs ever about motherhood. And I, you need to go look them up. And I'm doing them. it right now. Yeah. Here the right pump now. and dump show. Um, I think something happened to their account though, because I was just looking at it and it was weird, but look it up anyway, the pump and dump mm-hmm. show and it's Tracy and Shayla and um, they're hysterical. So funny. Oh. I can't even like, you'll have to. So I nominate them and they also do a segment in their show that's called the awesome mom and you're supposed to text a mom during the show any mom that you want like you guys are doing and just send them good vibes like you're amazing i love you so so they're uh definite they're just so inspiring and hysterical and totally inappropriate and i adore them (laughs) (laughs) that's why i nominate yes This is awesome. Thank you so much. Like now it's like we are, we're always looking for new moms to like follow. Mm-hmm. I, I, love, with. I love them. They're amazing. And they still do a show. So I, all over the U.S. I don't know if they're in Canada yet, but they should be because they're so funny. Oh, and they have a podcast called a band band of mothers. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. Check them out. All right. You won't be disappointed. Well, you make me laugh. Like you legitimately like make me almost piss my pants. So like if I, if you make me laugh and you find them funny, that means I'm going to find them hysterical. That's so nice to She's know because not my, joking. My, <laughs> no. Oh, I'm so glad because like my kids don't laugh at my jokes. So when people say they laugh, I'm like, oh, you do? I didn't know anyone laughed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> my kids are like, whatever. Like kids will have you like with like your self-esteem in the dumps. I'll be doing anything. So and then Yara will be like, no, 
no mommy no and i'm like oh okay so i'm not gonna sing that song anymore <laughs> no, 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 so no. true my yeah. kids put um we have five in our family and my kids one day listed the funniest to the least funniest oh and I, I was fifth they voted me number five <laughs> I love the four-year-old. The four-year-old beat you. <laughs> yeah, I think she was like three at the time. So I was like, oh, what? no. Like, she doesn't even talk. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, Mom is laughed. Like, cruel. do you even know what I do? You know? Like, if I'm not funny, if I'm not funny, you're not funny because it's tweets about you. So right? check, your, <laughs> check yourself. Exactly. That's amazing. So um, who's my bomb mom? So my bomb mom this week is a mom. She's a celebrity mom. And it's one that I feel like we haven't talked about in a little while, only because like, you know, the tragedy has kind of blown over. But I just saw her on another bomb mom's Instagram. Um, and it's Vanessa Bryant. And I was so happy to see Vanessa Bryant like laughing and just like yeah. enjoying life. Like she was on Sierra's um she was on Sierra's Instagram. I think that they had like gone to like it looks like it was like Sierra's house or something. Anyway, they were like playing football and like you couldn't see her, but you could hear her. And it was like genuine laughter. I don't know how, yeah. I know that sounds very yeah. ridiculous, but like, it's like, you know, when you can tell the difference, like, it's like, yeah. she's just like laughing so effortlessly. And she's like laughing at her older daughter playing with Sierra. She's laughing at her little daughter, kicking like her, like the soccer ball. And I just felt so good. I was just like, I watched it like three or four times and I'm like, oh my God, mm. like, thank the Lord. Like this yeah. woman is finally like able to find like some semblance of happiness because I yeah. I feared for her that like she would never ever laugh or smile again like no. you lose your husband you lose your Oof. child in the most tragic and like yeah. just awful way and it's just like how do you even go on but anyway I think like that video that I saw today was kind of you know reassured me that there, there's there's life after loss and um that you know we can just we can move on so Vanessa Bryant, uh, still in my heart, still in my heart, still in my thoughts and my prayers, but you are most definitely um, a bomb mom, and you're yeah. my bomb mom now. This week. I love that. All right. So, friends, this week we are chit-chatting about um, something that I feel like um, Sid, like, represents effortlessly, and it's this idea of being, like, perfectly imperfect. And we all have things, like whether you're a mom or not, but like particularly if you are a mother, I feel like there are things either about yourself or about your life that you like nitpick and you just like, you know, obsess over. But hopefully um, you get to a place where you're like, oh, you know what? Like, that's just, it's not even, it's not even that big of a deal. It's not the biggest thing. And it's not to say that you don't still work on those things and try and improve them. You just don't allow them to consume you any longer. So yeah. that's kind of where we uh what we were thinking about and what I think Sid does so well. So we're so excited to have her here to kind of explore oh, that topic. Thank we'll, you. Like, we'll do it with ease. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we can't just jump right into it. We can't jump into it without like introduce, allowing you to introduce yourself and let yeah. it. You know. Oh, I do my own intro. Let's see. I'm <laughs> Where should I start? We'll kill it. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm Sydney Beer and um I've had my Instagram account now for three years. Wow. I do I know. It it honestly has flown by because I just started on a whim and um did not have any real goals. I just started. And so it's been wild, a wild ride. 
I do um, the Twitter and then I do, I do take Twitter to Instagram. I know that's, mm. I'm sorry guys. I just don't know what font to pick to change it and make it look cute. It's not my thing. So, <laughs> so I just, I screenshot it and I put it on Instagram. I know, I know. Um, and so I've just been writing humor for the last uh, three years and then I do some serious stuff too, but writing is my thing. It's how I've coped. It's what I enjoy. And I have three kids. I've been married for 15 years. Woo! Uh, Woo! Do not gloss over that, sis. 15 <laughs> years? 15. Wow. And uh, I, got, I got married fresh at 20. Is that oh, wild? Wow. Ooh. I know. So don't do the math. I'm in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> so are we. So are we. Yeah, we are too. All don't right. worry. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, okay. Yeah, I've been married to the same man, actually. So. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. Congratulations. <laughs> so I'm a champion there, and so is he. <laughs> so what else? What else do you want to know? Um, I grew up in a... Um, I grew Yeah, go yeah no, go for it. Go, 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 go. I don't know. It's going to get weird, so I'm glad you interrupted. <laughs> so We like weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, my dad's a pig farmer. And um, I don't like animals, and I'm a Virgo. And Ooh, Virgos, <laughs> and I love the mountains, and I love the gym. I love the gym. I love going to the gym. It's my favorite part of my day. Oh my! You God. go every day? I go six days a week. It doesn't mean like I work out hard, but I go. I go, and I drink uh, my pre-workout because I go to pre-workout is my favorite thing to drink. So I just go and I drink it, and then the day is okay. Wow. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll start getting results, but I also really love food. <laughs> and so I'm like, the gym is great. Let's go to Krispy Kreme Donuts. <laughs> so there you go. That's Perfectly amazing. imperfect. <laughs> balance, balance. balance. <laughs> so much balance. I don't know. That, that's the intro I got for you. Keep listening. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> don't stop listening now guys yeah. it gets better right. <laughs> <laughs> it will maybe maybe no promises oh my god um, all right so you've talked to us a little bit about who you are um we know what you do on your instagram but what was the objective or what is the objective of your instagram because it kind of so, lends itself to our topic okay kind of because here's the thing with it I started because of postpartum depression and I um, didn't know quite how to cope with it because I had mm -hmm. never gone through depression before this. And it was with my third, my daughter. And so I started to cope. It was recommended by my doctor um, because I was in the hospital for a long time with my pregnancy. Wow. And to get through it, I, I wrote um, like a little blog just for Facebook friends and he read it and he loved it. And he was just like, you know, maybe you should write again because you haven't been writing. So I started on a Friday that I wanted to like jump off a cliff. Instead, I started Instagram, which I thought was a healthy alternative. Wow. So uh, yeah, so I started and then um, the, so originally the objective was to just like cope. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and I mean, I'm one of those people that's like all I would prefer to handle anything with um, humor, not like actual solutions. Mm -hmm. So, so that's where I started. <laughs> and so, and then um, it has, I think, one of the coolest things about um, this experience for me and this journey has been that my goals have changed, my objective has changed. Mm -hmm. um, 
the people I've connected with um, through Instagram have helped me to change it a little bit because for me, it's really easy to talk honestly about situations that are harder for some people to talk about. Yeah. I'm, to- I'm totally comfortable oversharing. I don't feel like it's not forcing anything. It just flows to me. And so <laughs> I think through that, it's helped me to um, use my voice to be honest and real without being hashtag real. Give me likes because I'm being real, but being yeah. real and like just honest about what I'm going through. And um, learning that it actually, that you connect when you do that. And then the connections that have happened along the way. So it's been a really cool journey. And then this last year, I feel like it's, I'm changing again and kind of refocusing and trying to decide where I want to go and what I want mm-hmm. to do. So it's got to be flexible, but keep moving forward, right? Right. Absolutely. No, I think that like, like I said, like, I mean, when I nominated you as a bomb mom, my thing was that like, I just feel like there are days where I'm feeling something and it's so, or I'm frustrated in one way or another. And it's just like, so insane how like, I'll just like happen to scroll by, like, like scroll along like my timeline and I'll see something that you post and it like resonates. And it's just so random, like how that happens. It's like kindred spirits but um (laughs) I think it's really cool that like you uh have been able to use your platform in that way is that something that you hear a lot like from your followers like do they communicate with you and be like wow like thank you so much or we really appreciate that like are you getting that kind of feedback and response no never no no one ever says thank you (laughs) just kidding yes yeah um they're all takers guys (laughs) (laughs) there's like like unlike Mm -hmm. um no I think that like if I if I do um a more serious post yeah then I get a lot of dms um a lot of people which is interesting because for me it's like um Jillian it's easy like I said to talk about those kind of things Mm -hmm. but for a lot of people it's not like so much so that they don't they can't even they don't want to comment on the stuff they will, they prefer to DM me. And so wow. um, I found, I find that to be really interesting because I think a lot of the times the things that we're good at, um, they, we're so familiar with our talents that they don't feel like talents. Um, mm. And they, they're just, um, they just are. And that goes for my humor too. I always wished I had talents growing up. Like if there was a talent show, I remember feeling sad that I didn't have any talents because mm-hmm. um, I didn't sing I, at all and I couldn't play the piano. Um, I wrote, but like, it was just, that wasn't a thing you did at a talent show. And so um, I think that what I've discovered is I've, some of the things that are so natural to us are inspiring to someone else because that's their balance and their other side. So um if that makes sense, but I do get, I do. Yeah. I think that there's, there is a connection with both the humor and with the, um, from the heart post. And that's really that. fun. It's great for me. I actually get more joy out of the more serious ones than the humor anymore. Wow. I mean, I'm enjoying both, but I mean, I'm partial to the humor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love humor. <laughs> <laughs> Can't lie, I'm partial so. to the humor. But I love what you said about talents, because I used to feel the same way. I think we had um, Paige on, and Paige, do you remember when Paige was like, you know, when she was thinking about becoming a growth coach, she was like, I don't even know if I could get paid for this, because I'm just talking and, and telling people, like, you know, to smarten up and to, like, believe yeah. in themselves. And it's like, is someone actually going to pay me for this? Because is, is it a talent? Is it, like, is it profitable? Is it something that is it like, how can I make money off of this? Um, but I, I feel the same way. I feel like I'm really a strong speaker, but I never consider that a talent. So I don't really know. 
Like it was just hard growing up trying to figure out like what my gift was. Um, but I love that you, you know, that you've been able to find that and hone that. I think that's so cool. It's really, yeah. it's really interesting because um, you often are so hard on yourself and think that you want to be, you're looking at the wrong thing. Like y- your vision is steering towards like, what is everyone else good at? Can I be mm-hmm. good at that? And then life kicks you in the ass and you start doing things with intention. And with your intention, you just wanted an outlet to express yourself. With mm-hmm. our intention, we needed to connect with people so we don't feel alone. Mm-hmm. And through that, through that avenue, we, we found something that we're actually passionate about. It wasn't mm-hmm. singing or dancing or being cool or popular, but we found something that was true to ourselves. And then you realize that, oh, wow, there's something more than what I can see. Yeah. So it's a really interesting way how life, life works and, and shows you purpose. Yeah. And I think that um, because of going through it myself, I've tried to really um, express to my children their gifts that are not mm. necessarily considered gifts. Like um, mm-hmm. our middle child is so empathetic. And we always Aww. talk to him about that being a gift that, and especially in today's world to have yes. a young, this young mm-hmm. little, this little boy who is so aware of other people's feelings mm-hmm. and so um, good at welcoming people and noticing someone who is feeling alone. And so I think that it's important to, um, cause all of us now that we're older, we see it. We're like, okay, yeah. I, I didn't know I was good at that or that was going to be useful because like you were saying, um, Shen, that it's like um, the things that are said to be talents are so narrow, but then there's so many more things out there mm-hmm. that are talents, like a good listener or mm-hmm. um, someone who's just aware of other people and someone who's good at speaking and powerful with their words. And so there's so many yeah. gifts and talents that are never talked about. So we try to do it with our kids and tell them like, you're really great at this. This is such a gift and such a talent for you. And so. Oh my gosh. That is like the sweetest thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Finding beauty where, you know, otherwise you may find like, I don't know. I don't want to say you find nothing, but it may have potentially taken a hell of a lot longer to realize that gift. And what a gift. You're so right. Especially in today's society to have an empathetic human. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's wow. so important. Yeah, especially yeah. I'm like you know, and it's not to be you know to generalize, but even like yeah, an empathetic boy, like that right. is such an anomaly and such a beautiful gift. So I love that you're celebrating that. So let's talk about things Sorry. that uh, we've grown to love, things that we considered imperfections that we've now you know find are completely content with, or at it's least okay. have an appreciation for. All right, let, let I'll, I'll say this. Okay, so something that I you know used to. Actually, I don't know if that's what I used to dislike because I'm still working through it, but I guess it's my stomach. That was like a huge like issue for me. Um, I remember I was worried about my stomach even during pregnancy. I can remember uh, being on our baby moon and we were in Miami and like Leon was like so in love and like just really enamored by my super sexy pregnant body. And I was just like, oh my God. And I have like a pretty large tattoo on like the right side of like my like abdomen. So I was like, oh my God, this is going to get stretched out. This is going to look so crazy. And I remember like, you know, putting on this like really sexy, like piece of like, like lingerie number standing in the mirror 
and like trying to convince myself that I looked okay and that like you know my pregnant stomach was beautiful and that like even if my tattoo stretched out that I would still be desirable and you know I, I thought I thought that I had talked myself through it until I went outside and saw Leon and he was like obviously like just like enamored and aroused and I broke down and started crying and I'll never forget it because he was like what the heck like he was so shocked because it's like he's like what like it definitely wasn't me like I mean I'm here and I'm like super I'm ready for this <laughs> like we're ready but I just couldn't get out of my own head and then I feel like I set myself up to criticize my stomach once you know Yara um had arrived so it's just been a journey with me really accepting the fact that like Leanne, a child used to live in you. And like, mm-hmm. that's why you have the stomach that you have. And that, yes, there are things that I can do. I can work out. I can do it up on like a number of different things, but like I can also in the interim, just learn to love myself, right. Learn to be okay and be patient with the stomach and the belly and the body that I have because um, it's a blessing and it's like a gift and it's a huge achievement to be able to carry to and birth a child. Um, There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. I feel like I need to like wear that with a little bit more pride. So that's something definitely that I considered an imperfection for a long time. And then now, although like, yeah, I still like, you know, joke around and, you know, want to like tackle it. Um, I look at my stomach way more fondly than I used to. So I, said, oh. I don't, I don't think it's just you that feels that way in that area with pregnancy. Mm-hmm. It's hard. So, um, for me in the stomach, I, cause I had a C-section mm. and, um, I remember just reading other people's posts about how they loved their scar and it mm. represented that they were a warrior and their body was like amazing. And I just like never felt that way. I wanted to, I wanted to say the same. I wanted to post the same and say, I love what my body's capable of, but I had such a hard time with it. And um, I think that for myself, my experience has been, it's been like a line upon line of like one step at a time to Mm. self-love. And I feel like a lot of people think that, um, or my perspective is it seems like someone just decided to love themselves one day and they loved themselves forever. Yeah. And they loved, they loved the way they looked. They loved the way everything. And then it was just one aha moment. And then they forever had the confidence. And it has never been that way for me. It mm. has been as I've gotten older, as I've had more experiences, um, as I have opened up my mind and my heart more, then I can, I've learned to accept this about myself or love this about myself. Or, um, like when I was a little girl, one of my, I don't have very many memories from my childhood, but I do remember looking in the mirror and thinking, man, I wish I looked like so-and-so from school. I bet it would be so amazing to look like her Mm. instead of me. And I was so young when I thought that, and it just like built, um, for a long time, I think we either, are going to go towards self-love or self-hate. Yeah. We have to be aware of what we're saying, how we're talking to ourselves, because we're going to one or the other. We're not mm-hmm. going to just be in this like middle gray zone. We're going to be 
feeding our mind negative or feeding our mind positive. And for a long time, it went down a very negative that I could give other people love. I could give other people compliments, yeah. but, but I couldn't take them. Mm. And, and so, um, I posted about this one experience before, but, um, when I was in the gym, I went to the bathroom, checked myself out before I went and uh, finished my workout. And I saw on my shirt that I had like all these spots on my shirt and I stood there and I was trying to scrub it out. And I was like, what is this? And I was scrubbing it, looking in the mirror. And after a few minutes, I realized, oh my gosh, there's nothing on my shirt. It's in the mirror. Oh my gosh. I know the mirror was spotted. (laughs) Yeah. And what I saw was my shirt and my pants were spotty with some kind of something and it wasn't coming off. But if anybody else had walked in, they would have not seen that on myself. And so often we see ourselves with spots that no one else has seen. Um, and so I feel... <laughs> Metaphor. Um, yeah, it was. It was, a, uh-huh. it was a moment for me. It was one of my little baby steps in the right direction that here I was stressing about something that I saw that nobody else saw because it wasn't accurate. And mm. so um, I thought, you know, that's like, why, why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we... Um, you know, like if we notice like how our stomach looks or notice that our nose is crooked or that one of our, we have crooked teeth or our, we can't get our eyebrows right. Like we like focus on something that nobody else is paying attention to. Right. Why are we wasting that energy? That's all. That's all I have to say. <laughs> that is beautiful. <laughs> that was very powerful. Very. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh my goodness. That's so metaphoric. Like yeah. so metaphorical and so accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I'm blown away by that. I need a minute. I feel like I need a minute to regroup. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> You're just trying to get... No, no, that spots analogy was really, really, um, like, that yeah. was good. I was going to say, you're just trying to drink more wine. You're like, I'm going to think about that. I need a break. I'm going to think about that. I'm going to think about that. Give me a minute to think about that. <laughs> Let that marinate. Um, would you... So, okay, that was an amazing, like... like I don't even want to go now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, so I guess... I don't know. I don't want to you got to go. You have to go. Let, let's well, go. I have to. I know. <laughs> go for it. Um, I think that something that I thought was an imperfection and it was 100% personal to me was that I'm an overthinker. I love to overprepare. I think too many steps ahead, which makes me lose out on what's happening now. Mm. And I think when I had winter, um, just by being pregnant, I, it was something that I had zero control over and giving birth, zero control over. I had to just let life take its course. And in that moment, and I always use this analogy when I talk on the podcast is I gave birth to two people. I gave birth to me, the new me, and I gave birth to winter because I had to completely let go of everything about myself Mm -hmm. I can't even remember who that girl was and yes there's still parts of me that I have to work on but it really forced me like I had to let go of that person yeah there was nothing I could do and it was such an awakening for me because I realized how much I missed out in the present and it really forced me to start living every day in the present and take every day one day at a time. So every problem that I have or every insecurity that I have, I now have grace for myself. I'm not hard on myself. I know that 
that things aren't built in a day. Mm-hmm. I know I can't heal in a day. And it's really helping me have patience with myself, with growth and um, um, just healing and being an overall better person. So that's my imperfection. I, I know it may it. not seem like a big deal to other people because they don't see the side effects. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I have to live with, but it affects the world around me. And um, yeah, it was a big deal for me. It was life-changing, actually. So I'm always so, I'm just so grateful to become a mother because it has changed me in so many ways just by con- actually connecting to life itself. I, was, I felt, I didn't realize how um, disconnected I was with, with the world around me. Yeah. And just it opened my eyes to so many things, so many people, so many communities. And oh, I like this new me. Children, it feels good. Children will change you. They will it change did. you. It, uh, at first, it used to sound like a cliche thing that moms say. And then I'm like, wow, okay, yeah. It's a new me. I am better. I love that so much. I love the thought of um, giving birth to two people. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think that because um, you're in motherhood, we're just like serving Mm-hmm. all of the time. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's what does it when you, when you put like, it's such a fine line between doing everything, but also like you're serving someone you love because you love them. Yeah. And that I don't know how else to experience that. I don't know if there's a way to truly like unconditionally love someone the way you love your child mm-hmm. and being willing to serve them day and night. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's what changes is the amount of love and service you provide. Mm-hmm. Without a question, absolutely. Definitely. I most definitely agree. Um, I just like, yeah, I just think that, I just think that those kinds of moments, like those really like, you know, having a child, experiencing like a really severe loss, like I think that those things are really instrumental as far as, you know, helping you to kind of regroup and figure out who you want to be and how you want to move forward. And I love that. I love that you took that because I feel like I'm an overthinker too, (laughs) but it's something that I've just grown to accept. Like I just like naturally overthink everything. And I think that like more often than not, I have to talk myself off a ledge. I'm happy to have a spouse that can do that. (laughs) But I mean, I hear you. I definitely see like overthinking has stolen joy more too many times. Yeah. So in hearing your, your, your growth, I'm now inspired to kind of check myself and not. I mean, it's not easy. It's no. not easy. It really is not an easy thing. Because I spiral. <laughs> well, I spiral. <laughs> like, I spiral. Like, it's, it's really, really, really intense. Like, and I thought it had more to do with being a Libra, to be honest with you, because it's like, it's one of those traits that's like heavily associated with being like a Libra. And I've met a few. It's like almost like within a few moments of meeting someone and just like, I can see how they're <laughs> thinking. Like, even sometimes when I'm in a restaurant and I can see people like lamenting, I'm like, bet that's a Libra, bet. <laughs> Put money on it. <laughs> she's already ordered. She's calling the waiter back. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh, I'm so sorry to bother you. But um, <laughs> what you said about that, like, that's me. Like just the smallest of things. Decision-making is a struggle and such a huge source of anxiety. Um, but yeah, definitely something that I'm working on. Um, so I think we asked our, our listeners and slash uh, followers to tell us if they had anything that they once considered an imperfection or a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we got like a few. One, one person said um, that they have hyperpigmentation. Oh. Um, and I wanted them to elaborate, but they did not. <laughs> like, please tell me more. Yeah. 
that's real though because i mean i think that like you know like again we do live in a world of like you know makeup and everyone's like yeah you know you can be your face and wear this and wear that and there's like all these cute makeup tutorials but a lot of people really want the freedom of being able to walk without makeup and like mm-hmm. you know hyperpigmentation rosacea like acne like these like you know skin conditions can be really 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 like like de- debilitating it can really stress you out and make you feel like you know insecure so um yeah that's a real thing for sure it really is and i love that this person has just grown to accept it yeah find the beauty uh, i'm trying to look for the other one i can't remember i think it was something small i think it might have been I think I laughed because I could relate to it. And I think it was that this person had grown to accept the state of their living room. Uh, <laughs> just having kids. And it was like you, and I remember that. I remember that phase of like, you know, just frantically trying to keep my room, yeah. my living room tidy. And like every time someone said they were coming over, I'm like, ah, like getting up and <laughs> trying to like tuck everything and like Ten wipe everything and like clean everything. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I don't want this to look like, you know, to like, like this is Yara's house. This is still my house. And I'm like trying to maintain. And I still think there's something to be said for maintaining some semblance of like maturity and like, like, you know, like just, I want it to feel like mine because I mean, I'm the one who pays the mortgage. Like, hello, it's Leon and I busting our asses for this. So it better look like ours. <laughs> um, but I've accepted like that anyone can come over and a few books on the ground you know, a couple like, you know, markers lying around, a few dolls, a few things are not like a reflection of like me being a messy, dirty person or a poor parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that that's what that per- I'm almost positive. That's what that person said as well. So I hope that they have gotten to that place too, where they're like, you know what? It's just what it is. We have children. Here's how we live. Right. And the worst about that, I want it to be spotless when people come over. Yeah. And so I still am struggling, but I have so many people who will say, it just looks like you live here. Yeah. And I'm like, that's beautiful, but it looks like a circus lives here. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to work on that. That's one. a Virgo thing. Though. I was going to say, that's a Virgo in you for sure. Because that's I me. Didn't... I could be like sick as a dog and somebody's like, I'm coming over and I'm like, give me 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the vacuum <Yep>. goes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't think I had that quality um, of the Virgo because my husband's even more tidier than I am. Um, and I used to be the biggest slob. So this is, I am a new woman there. Um, now I'm like, it needs to be perfect. So what we did, here's a little tip um, to keep your house clean that we've done after three kids. And we just got rid of everything. Yeah. Get rid Wait, of all what? <laughs> Just get rid of everything. <laughs> just go minimalist. <laughs> and then it will be so easy to clean. Did, you guys are so story? silent. I'm like, <laughs> wait, is this a true story? Wait, what do you mean if I get rid of everything? Kind you're going to toys or clarify. all your furniture? All right, all right. Well, I could show you downstairs right now and you would laugh because we're in a reno, so renov- a renovation. So we really do have very little furniture. Um, but here's what happened. We started a home renovation with three kids and um, we were living through it. Oh, so wow. a house addition. Uh-oh. and. I couldn't keep up with anything. So I took, I did this thing where I got rid of 50% of everything we owned. And I think it is the best thing you could possibly do. <laughs> I'm I serious. Like we went through like all of the kids clothes and I donated 50% of them, 50% of their toys, 50% of our dishes. And it was the best thing. Cause you do not realize how much stuff you have you don't until need. yeah, you have. Wow. And so that's what we've done. We've, become um 
like we're not minimalists. Like minimalists would call me a poser because yeah. I have like 90, 90 pairs of black leggings. And <laughs> so my you just work has, like, on their like functional living. Yeah. So just like go through your stuff and donate and donate and you will feel peace. That's not the direction I went to go, but. I agree with that though, honestly, because once when we moved into this house, a lot of my things are still in boxes and we only unbox like our dishes, the pots, not even all of our pots, not all of our dishes. I threw, not threw away, I donated half of my, my clothes. I packed up all of winter clothes. I gave away all of her clothes that she never wore as a baby. I just gave them to somebody that was having a child. I was like, take all of it. Her, her, my extra tubs, my extra swings, bouncers. I gave them away. And that's the only reason why I'm able to clean my house in 10 minutes. Damn. That is it. And there's still like, to me, there's still a lot of things in here. My room, like the office I'm in right now is empty. I'm just going to put another dresser and and a chair in here and some plants. But it's like the only thing I'm going to put up is things that won't take up space. Art and plants. That's it. I don't want any more furniture. I just want to be bare minimum. You see in my bedroom, I only have a bed in there. And I put all my things in my closet. I made like organizers because I hate stuff. I hate I've Me too. Hated stuff. My mom is so disturbed by my home. Mm-hmm. Because she was like, you need more dressers. Where are your dressers? <laughs> and you need more chairs. I'm like, mom, That's there's so three funny. people that live in this house. Why do yeah, I my, need more chairs? My dad told me he was uncomfortable in our house. He's like, where's your stuff? Maybe it's a Virgo thing. Maybe it really is. Maybe it's real. I get I overwhelmed by clutter. So even me as too. a child, it used to give me anxiety to see things. And I live with my family's really big. So I always just didn't want stuff in yeah, my house. And the same. And the same. That's funny. That is like a Virgo funny. thing then. Maybe I know, must be. I was like, why are you so silent? I thought everyone was like this. <laughs> but I'm like, like, like I'm freaking out because I am the most nostalgic human being mm-hmm. on the planet. So like, I have like, my mom still has my, va- okay, my mom still has my umbilical cord. What? In a pill bottle. It looks like dust. <laughs> You can't even make it out. She still has the first lock of hair that she, she has. My Valentine's Day cards from kindergarten, like I'm, and I inherited that. I am so nostalgic, and Leon is too. So like, I just can't. Like I have like Liara's all of her first birthday cards. I have all of her christening cards. I have like, I have her like I have things that I don't know. I need to let go. I need to let go of things. I need to let go of. I things. have those things too, though. I still have those things. But I it's have like all even, my birthday oh. cards all. All of winter's like important things I have. But her first clothes? No, I can't. I can't get it. I can't. I have her first outfits. I have her take home outfit, her first hat, her first glove, her first. But all those things are like tucked in one box because I have my own box too of my things growing up that my birthday cards. I still have all the letters John wrote me. I still I have, have some, I can't. all the things I made for my dad when I was a kid, mm. but I just like gave no, my mom them has to my, stuff, but yeah, I, I just feel like I have a lot of shit. Like I do have a lot of stuff like books and things and like, I don't know, awards from uh, school, like things that I don't necessarily need videos of me performing in grade 12. <laughs> it's hard though. It's, like let go of this nonsense. He's <laughs> sticking it's around. Hard. But it's like, it's very hard for me to let go of stuff. Clothes, I feel like that is an easy one because I, yeah. I really have, a, like my mentality is if I haven't worn it, I probably don't miss it. So yeah. like, let it go. Like you haven't, I haven't seen, been in it. Like what's, what's the harm? Let it go. 
and I'm similar with like, you know, like Yara stuff that she's worn, but like, especially like the newborn stuff I hang on to. I feel like I'm, I need to like accept that some of that stuff has to go. And like all the other like quote unquote junk, like it just like needs to be edited and go through. And I think that, you know, that was one of the things that, um, even her teachers were saying they're like, you know, be mindful. Cause like, she's just going to keep getting, like, she's going to keep doing crafts. Yeah. Like she's not going to stop doing them and you're going to keep getting them. So what are you going to do with all these crafts? Like what do you, do? you can't keep all of them. But I'm like, ah, how am I going to throw them away? I told you that. I'm like, you're supposed to throw them away. Like you're gonna have to do it one day when I'm not home. Like, and I'll hopefully I'll just forget about it, but you can turn it into wallpaper and just yeah, have them in her room. Maybe. I don't know. Like my mom was like, what was she looking at the other day? Like a stack of, um, my wedding oh god i don't even remember what it was i think it was my thank you cards my mom's like you've been married for four years <laughs> there's no one else to thank get rid of them i'm like oh, but no but like what oh, if one no. day i'm like i can't get rid of these now i was like this is crazy so i don't know i'm listening to you and i'm inspired i think it's gonna motivate me to do something i don't know if i'll be able to take such great leaps but i'm hopeful it's hard my husband was so opposed to the idea at first yeah because I always used to, like, I clean out my closet every, like, every six months. That's really good. And he, he hated it at first. Because he is a coat hoarder. He coat. has, like, prop. Yeah, he has, like, like, a hundred coats. And I'm like, how come oh. I have to clean this out every six months? And there are still more coats. Like, how come coats keep appearing in my life? Like, I, I am tired <laughs> of these coats. But over time, he's gotten used to it. And now... Like, he's into it. He will allow me to throw his things. <laughs> I can donate his things. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> but he also, like, is annoyed of clutter now. But he's also a Virgo, so I oh, knew eventually true. it would get to him. Eventually. Yeah. It would slowly Well, I, I, like, way easily got rid of my wedding dress. <gasps> I could. It was not even a big deal. <gasps> I don't know. I am. I'm so the opposite. I don't want to keep anything at all. I'm like, eh, it doesn't matter. I want to keep my husband. I want to keep the man I married forever. But my dress, I was like, please donate. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, you donate? We've been trying to figure out how to get rid of our dresses. Actually, we, we your wedding dresses. Yeah. Okay. And um, there's places that will make um, dresses for infants who don't come home from the hospital. They make like dresses. They all make dresses out of your wedding gown for them, for the angel babies. That's what we did. That so. is very sweet. It's beautiful. Wow. They're all over the place. So you just have to Google in your area. Um, it's so beautiful. So. I don't even. I don't doubt that 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 those things exist because there are people that are just like you know have hearts of gold who would create a business like that. The wow. issue is I go and I look at my dress because I I've already tried this. I've attempted you know excuse me, to donate or to sell. And I've gone to the dress and I've picked the box up I've and I'm paved. like, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. Legitimately, I look, legitimately, I look at the dress and I see the whole day. And I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> nope. That's beautiful. She has a that's <laughs> Raven moment. I'm just like, oh. Nope. The most that I could do was sell my shoes. I sold my shoes because I'm like, these shoes were gorgeous, but they were so uncomfortable. I'm never wearing them ever again. And they're like, the, they're like a bridal shoe. So it's like, okay, mm. here we go. But like the veil and the like and the veil I was gonna like I used part of it for my daughter's like christening. Aww, but, like, that's so cool. But I the love dress it. itself is still boxed. I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> Maybe winter will take my dress. That's what I'm hoping for, you know. Well, I, I think if if you want to keep it, you should definitely keep it. 
I think I, I don't really I don't know if I care to keep it. It's just really oh. every time I take it out though, I'm just like, oh, it's so beautiful. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that if you want it, keep it, and if you don't, let it go. It brings me joy to get rid of stuff. If it brings you joy to keep it, then keep it. <laughs> you feel lighter. Okay. So we've stolen enough of your time, but I want to like end the episode by asking us all a question. I think asking questions is fun. So what if, when you say that you own your imperfections, what does that mean to you, Sid? Okay. Well, um, for me, I believe because the Bible, the good old Bible says that your weaknesses could become your strengths. Amen. And so I say that, uh, I love that so much. I know some people are like double down on your strength and like go hard on that. Forget your weaknesses. But to me, I feel so inspired to think, okay, what am I so bad at? The list is endless. The endless list of things that I'm not great at and that I want to improve on. So I think if you can face those weaknesses, um, for me, I'm so unorganized and I'm not great at keeping a calendar, um, and anything like that. Um, what if I became good at that? Like not even good, but like it became a strength. That to me is so inspiring. So mm. I think, um, I think the first thing you have to do is like, is to learn to truly love yourself where you are right now, however you are with how your stomach is, with how your boobs look after babies, whatever it is. Um, love yourself how you are right now and then love yourself enough to say, I am going to spend time on me and improve me because I have worth and I have value and I have potential and um, that you're worth the effort. And that's what it means to me. Is that, is that what you're asking? That I, it's in, <laughs> what you've just said is impossible yeah. to follow for the record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Well> no, <folks. laughs> um, I feel like though that your listeners or maybe you ladies, um, have you ever read Phenomenal Woman no. by Maya Angelou? No. Okay, that's going to be everyone's homework assignment. Ooh. It's so amazing. It, it's changed my life. Um, so it's by um, um, Maya Angelou. I love Maya Angelou. Yeah. I Me adore too. her. But hey, I wait. Her. Is it Angelou or Angelou? Wait. Angel- well, I say Angelou. I say okay. Angelou too. <laughs> okay, because um, I was watching a video and they said it opposite. And so then I got so confused. <laughs> and I was like... Wait a second. Have you been saying her name wrong this whole time? Anyway, phenomenal woman. Look it up. Read it. Fill it. Memorize it. It's beautiful. Beautiful poem about um, this whole topic of loving who you are and like feeling that power in you um, and going forward. Oh, so, it's like an anthology of poems. This is good. It's so good. It's my favorite poem. So, that's, that's what I'm going to end on. Go look it up and read it. Thank you. I just had to pull it up so I remember to read that. Same. Before I go to bed, give me some good dreams. Okay, give me, I want to know what you thought of it, okay? Yes, I will. It will probably end up as a post when this airs, definitely. Oh, yeah. Unless unless you don't like it, and then I'll know that you don't like it. I'm sure I'll like it. I like anything that gives me strength. Yeah, (laughs) and I feel like my Angelou can't do wrong. No, I love her. That's awesome. Well, speaking of phenomenal women, tell us, phenomenal woman, where <laughs> our uh, listeners can find you and follow you and just continue to support you and like just get their laughs on because I mean that's a guarantee. 
Um, so I'm on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> the most um, at Sid, C-Y-D, beer. And that's it for now. That's all. That's the only place I am right now. That's all you need. That's all you, that's all you need. That's all you need. Okay. Make Thank it you. easy. Thank you. <laughs> I'm there now. So. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us mm-hmm. um, on tonight's episode. We actually enjoyed this so much. It was so <laughs> good. That's what I needed to hear before I went to bed. I agree. It's been a long week, so this was very uplifting. Okay. Thanks for having me on your show. How fun. I loved it. Awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been quite the episode, but before we go, do not forget to nominate Bomb Moms. Mm -hmm. You can catch us on Instagram at WTN Podcast. You can even catch us on our website at wildingnap.ca. You can scroll over to contact us and you can say hello. You can nominate your Bomb Mom. You can tell us a story. You can give us some topics. Anything you want, just head over to our website and click on contact us and do your thing. If you want to check out our merch, mm-hmm. that's also on our website. <laughs> we got Bomb Mom t-shirts. We got Black Moms Matter t-shirts and probably some other good stuff coming as well. Oh, yeah. already here. <laughs> good um, stuff coming, good stuff here, maybe. <laughs> who knows, depending on when this airs. But um, <laughs> yeah, head over there and check out what we got going on. Yes, and please. I think that's it. That's all we got. But with that being said, that's all. did I miss something? Review. Also, guys, if you're loving what you're hearing. You should be. <laughs> and I know you are because you're back. You're back again. So head <laughs> over to Apple Podcasts and be a friend. And write a review. And you can also rate us. Five stars mm. will be great. I won't be mad at that. Mm, <laughs> and um, show some love. Because if you show some love, we'll show up on the Explore page and we can make our Bomb Mom crew grow. But with that being said, uh, nap time is over. Glad you guys stopped by, but we'll see you guys in our next episode. Thank you, friends. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.